Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The following podcast is a production of the Factual Data Creations Facility. All right, I'm ready to go. Are you ready to go? Well, then let's go. Well, welcome to the OFNT podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart New Tech. Just in case you didn't know that. This is episode 166, which I'm calling Beastly Encounter. So sit back and hopefully enjoy what I got for you. As usual, we'll be starting off with some tech news. Hey, are you just starting out on your own in this cold and tough world? And you would like a 55-inch screen television to watch your porn, I mean, favorite television series on, but you just can't afford it? Or perhaps you'd like to have an extra television to put in your workout space, but your significant other won't let you spend the money that you earned on one? Well, a company helmed by the person who brought the Pluto TV streaming service that we all know and love to us is offering a product aptly named the Telly. How much will this large 55-inch screened high-definition television set set you back? Well, nothing. That's right, it's free to the consumer. Now, wait a minute. This sounds too good to be true, right? What's the catch, you may be wondering? Well, you know the old saying, if the product is free, you are the product. Unfortunately, that's the case with this offering. In exchange for this free television, you are required to watch advertisements and agree to share data on what you watch. The advertisements are constantly displayed on a smaller screen below the main screen, which means the ads won't interrupt your main viewing experience. That's a, that's a pretty good thing. The telly is also equipped with a camera and microphone whose purpose is to gather data from the video and audio you watch. This data gathering is presumed to decide which ads show up on the smaller display. The camera does have a privacy shutter, which is on by default, which is a good thing. You can also use built-in motion tracking fitness programs with the camera. If you want to use streaming services like Disney Plus or Netflix, though, you'll have to use the provided Google TV dongle. Strange, but doable. If you don't really care about the data you're handing over to the telly, you can go to their website where you can sign up to reserve one of 500,000 tellies that will be initially offered. Once you have one, you can always opt out of the program by either sending the television set back or paying $500 to keep it. With the price of televisions being so low these days, unless you really have no way to watch your favorite shows and can't afford a TV, I'd recommend just saving up and buying a television outright. A former top executive from ByteDance, the communist Chinese parent company of apps like TikTok, Timu, and others, one Mr. Yintao Yu, 
claims that the Chinese Communist Party, quote, maintains supreme access, unquote, to data generated by TikTok, even the data stored within the United States. This took place while Mr. Yu worked for ByteDance between the years of 2017 and 2018. Mr. Yu also stated he believes ByteDance, quote, has served as a useful propaganda tool for the Chinese Communist Party, unquote. Well, no kidding. This has been known by many for quite some time now. Be advised, our own U.S.-based tech companies have been doing just about the same thing for a long time now also. Now, besides the obvious dangers of U.S. citizens' data being fed to and used by a nation which intends to displace us, what's the difference? Well, the difference is that TikTok is dominating the advertisement market, draining money from the U.S.-based tech companies, and we can't have that now, can we? While TikTok's algorithm highlights positive responses, our homegrown platforms seem to highlight controversial and divisive responses, and in my opinion, that's the secret of TikTok's success. Mr. Yu claims that ByteDance has special offices and units of the Chinese Communist Party stationed within the company's headquarters in Beijing, and that they play a significant role in influencing how the company advances core communist values within the app. Again, this information has already been known and takes place within all China-based tech companies. Mr. Yu made these statements during a wrongful dismissal lawsuit trial in San Francisco. Now, I don't use TikTok, and I try to limit communist Chinese apps on my phone. Amazon has announced some new Echoes and the third generation of its Echo Buds headphones. The Echo Pop is the cheapest version introduced and resembles the form factor of the, I think, now discontinued Echo Spot, minus the 2.5-inch display. Instead, you'll get a cloth mesh-type covering with a small LED light up top. It comes in black, white, green, and purple, and will set you back a paltry $40. If you want to spend around $90, you can get the new Echo Show 5 third generation. This model features a 5.5-inch screen, a new blue color, an upgraded processor, extra mic, and an improved speaker, which promises to double the base of its predecessor. The screen resolution and 2-megapixel camera remain the same as the last generation, unfortunately. For 10 bucks more, you can get the kid-friendly version of the Echo 5. This model comes with a two-year warranty and a one-year subscription to Amazon Kids Plus service. Now, I've owned two of the older generation of this model, along with the Echo Spot, and all suffered screen failures after about a year. I recommend staying away from the Echo 5 model. I've never had a problem with the larger screen model, so I've had a first-generation Echo Show with a 7-inch screen since 2017 and have never had a problem with it. Finally, Amazon announced the third generation of their Echo Buds, which came in at a reasonable $50. Unlike the second generation, the third-gen Buds don't have noise cancellation, but they're $70 cheaper. I don't have any experience with Amazon Echo Buds, but if you do, I'm curious about how they sound. Let me know at OFNTPodcast at gmail.com. And speaking of Amazon, they're rumored to be working on a SpaceX Starlink internet service competitor. Like the Starlink, the internet service will be delivered by satellite. This new internet service is supposed to be cheaper than Starlink, which is good. Amazon plans on launching 3,236 low-orbit satellites to support the company's vision of what they're calling broadband everywhere. Now, we've heard that before. These satellites will have self-propulsion capability, and that's something their competitor satellites lack. 
Little else is known about this upcoming product, but of course, competition is always welcome at the OFNT household. The new Beat Studio Buds Plus I talked about last week were officially released by Apple and come with a $170 price tag. They followed the design of the original Studio Buds with some upgrades. The Buds themselves add acoustic vents on the side and the front of each unit. Beats claims that these vents will improve airflow to the driver, which will result in an overall better sound and more effective noise cancellation. Beats claims that the vents will also allow for a more comfortable long-period wearing experience. The Studio Buds Plus have had 95% of their internal components swapped out for new and hopefully better parts and will deliver better sound and battery life, according to them. What separates the Beats line from the AirPod line is the better compatibility with the Android mobile operating system that the Beats line will give you. Offering more integration and performance with the world's largest mobile operating system than any model of AirPods will ever give a user. The Studio Buds Plus headphones case charges via a USB-C port, but sadly there is no wireless charging. You can get the Studio Buds Plus in a myriad of colors, including the new for Beats anyway, translucent non-color if that's what rocks your boat. My son has had the first-generation Beats Studio Buds since they were released, and he loves them. He even refused my offer of giving him my AirPods Pro when I upgraded to the current generation of that model. I guess the Beats Fit Pro will be getting an upgrade soon. While yet another Chinese national who obtained U.S. citizenship somehow has been accused of stealing some of Apple's self-driving technology for a Chinese-based car company. That makes it three Chinese tech workers employed by Apple to be charged now. One Weibo Wang, who was employed by Apple from 2016 to 2018, was found to have taken off with a bunch of, quote, sensitive proprietary and confidential information, unquote. After being interviewed by law enforcement agents at his home, Mr. Wang hopped on a flight to China that evening. Wang joins a Mr. Zhang and a Mr. Chen in being caught stealing IPR from Apple's self-driving car division. Mr. Zhang was apprehended while attempting to board a flight to China, while Mr. Chen is currently on trial in federal court. Hey, Mr. Tim Apple, is this the win-win you put into that long-term agreement you made with the Chinese Communist Party? No. Anyhow, don't fret it. If you're waiting on an Apple-powered car... I'm sure you'll be able to buy a Chinese knockoff one real soon now. (laughs) The Apple TV set-top box can now display a multi-view of sports games, which allows you to watch multiple games from the MLS and MLB soccer and baseball games. Hardcore gamblers within the ecosystem rejoice. This feature seems to only work while you're watching Major League Soccer and Friday Night Baseball on the Apple TV Plus streaming service, though. So if you're in the Apple ecosystem and watch sports on Apple TV Plus, well, I guess you're in luck. Microsoft's updated PhoneLink app, which I've discussed before, has finished rolling out for Windows 11 PCs. This update allows the users who have iPhones to send and receive text messages and make and answer phone calls with their Windows-powered machine. At this time, though, group messaging is not supported. You will also have to install the PhoneLink app on your iPhone for this to work. 
Well, this is a great thing and should spur the sales of Windows-powered computers. I just wish this was available sooner. It would have saved me the wheelbarrow of cash that I spent on Mac computers over the years. Well, it's too late for that now. And for the last item in the tech news section, Facebook, which is now known as Meta, I guess, is about to drop a Twitter competitor. And that's according to Engadget.com. From the article screenshots, you can see that this is yet another Twitter knockoff and joins Blue Sky in this regard. The authors of the story posit that this so far unnamed product is based on Instagram. So if you already have an Instagram account, you can log into the new platform using those same credentials. So I guess that means your Instagram followers will be automatically synced with the new platform, which is a good thing. Like Blue Sky and Mastodon, this will be decentralized, meaning you can interact with users across different services without having to switch apps. Text will be limited to 500 characters. Attaching links, photos, and even videos up to five minutes long will be supported. Supposedly, this new service will be released at the end of June of this year. Are you going to give this a try? I don't know if I am or not. Tech I'm using. Well, I wish I had some new tech on hand to tell you about, but alas, I do not. For this episode, I switched back to Microsoft's Word for composing the outline. While I was gamefully employed, I used Word during lunch breaks to do this, saving my text to OneDrive, then editing on my iPad at home. Well, since December, I've been using Apple's Pages Word processor, with some beginning hiccups which were quickly resolved. I started this lunchtime writing at work way back in 2019 using Apple's web-based pages until the IT guys started blocking it. I then utilized the work-supplied Word app, which allowed me to sign in and use my personal OneDrive account. Then while home, I would open up the Word file in pages for final editing. Well, the IT department caught on and blocked access to personal OneDrive accounts at work. I thought about bringing my then iPad Air to work and just using that sans any cloud storage, but I had a brainstorm one evening. I subscribed to Office 365 and started using the web-based version of Word, and voila, it worked like a charm. Once signed in, I had access to my personal OneDrive account, and I was back in business. The IT department never caught up to that bypass, at least until the time when I retired. Not having to do any writing at work any longer, I canceled my Office 365 subscription and just used Apple Pages. I recently resubscribed to Office 365 because I might get one of those newfangled work-from-home jobs, and let's face it, Microsoft's Office suite is industry standard. Switching back to Word this week made me realize that I prefer Pages because of its integration within the Apple ecosystem, and I really have no need for Office 365 for my current situation. So my Office 365 subscription goes back on the chopping board once again. What I might do is buy a lifetime Microsoft Office license and install it on one of my computers, just in case I do get one of those work-from-home jobs. In the meantime, I'm going back to using Apple's Pages for my writing needs. Entertainment News Well, the writer's strike is still ongoing. It's been about uh, four weeks now. I hear the old Hollywood studios are negotiating for a resolution, but that the streaming services are in no such hurry. The reason being is that if the strike continues, companies like Netflix, Amazon, and Disney can get out of expensive long-term contracts that they have that aren't paying back any dividends. All these development contracts have produced so far is a gender-infused flop after flop, and the streaming services want out. 
Willow's Rings of Power and the latest flop, Cleopatra, come to mind. Netflix's Cleopatra's problem, besides the race-swapping injection of non-truths and overall bad writing, is that it is billed as a documentary. Well, it's not factually accurate. The others I mentioned didn't follow the source material and injected agenda-driven scripts instead. People have had enough of this. All you want to do is be entertained, not lectured or told how to think. Speaking of which, the new Raiders of the Lost Ark movie is getting terrible reviews, and that's a shame being that it's Harrison Ford's swan song. Mr. Ford deserves a lot better than this. Well, it's time for a break, so you, you may, or may not, hear an ad or two. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Podcasting news. First it was the so-called public broadcasters. Now it's the private companies moving their podcasts over to a proprietary app. Engadget.com reports that the former newspaper of record, The Grey Lady, which is the New York Times, has introduced a standalone app for listening to their popular shows and podcasts. This comes on the heel as other companies went big on podcasts during the pandemic China. and got their proverbial butts handed to them, causing these entities to cut back on their respective podcast efforts with layoffs and canceling shows following. You'll need a digital news or an all-access subscription from the New York Times in order to utilize the app, something I can't see many of my fellow cash-scrapped citizens man. doing. I've decided to make my podcasting hobby a semi-business. Now, I don't plan on depending on podcasting to be the sole means of my family support, but at least I can get a nice tax write-off. <laughs> I'll be investing money into some hardware upgrades, most likely an Electrovoice RE20 microphone and a Rode Roadcaster Pro Duo. 
The RE20 has been around since the 1960s, and if you've listened to radio, you've heard its classic broadcast sound. It's made in the USA and built like a tank and will outlive me. The RE20 will be my last microphone purchase. The Rode Duo is made in Australia and ticks the right feature boxes for me. I'll probably subscribe to the Hindenburg Pro 2 DAW as a digital audio workstation until I can find a replacement for it. I still intend to add a co-host when the time is right. I just have to find the right match. Well, wish me luck and thanks again for being a loyal listener. Yes, it's again story time. Today's story is about an incident which occurred during my time with the old U.S. Customs Service before it morphed into today's Customs and Border Protection, better known as CBP, after the terrorist attacks of 9-11. At the time, I was assigned to JFK Airport in New York, which was, and most likely still is, the busiest port as far as non-land border ports are concerned, in the country. After 9-11, customs inspectors, as we were known back then, were sent to the southern and northern borders of the country. That was to augment the inspectors who were stationed there. Well, I lucked out and was sent for a three-month temporary duty assignment to Forest City, Maine, which of course is on the northern border. Forest City turned out to be overwhelmingly forest, with no city that I could find at all. Hence, it was a one-man port, and that was why it needed more people to man it. I was put up at a lodge about 20 miles away from the actual port, smack dab in the middle of nowhere. My fellow JFK inspector assigned to Forest City with me was a younger, former Navy SEAL. The female lodge owner gave him a spacious, well-equipped room for his stay, complete with a large-screen television, full kitchen, and queen-size bed. I was given a room which was a little larger than a closet with a single bed with no TV or kitchen. The room was so small I could almost lay in bed and use the toilet, if you get my drift. I was really into fitness at that time and would run at least three miles daily. There was plenty of ground to run on around the lodge, but it was trail-like conditions. My sneakers and ankles were not able to withstand that type of running. The lodge owner told me about a nice, paved trail about five miles away that wound through the woods and ended at a scenic lake. Well, I checked it out the next day, and it was all that she had described. I worked the 4 p.m. to midnight shift. That's 1,600 to 100 hours for you European and military types, my, myself. So I would get my run in at about 8 o'clock in the morning. It was a great scenic run, but I noticed that there always seemed to be creatures scurrying away from me within the woods as I ran. I reasoned that as long as the critters were moving away from me, then I'd be fine. One morning it was overcast and a misting rain was coming down. Now I wear glasses, but I don't use them while running. So the darkness combined with the moisture from the rain getting into my eyes cut down on my visibility more than usual on this particular run. Nearing a slight bend in the trail, I noticed what I thought was a tree growing into the path that I hadn't noticed before on my runs. Strange, I thought to myself. As I got closer to the tree, a strong, horrible odor reached my overworked nostrils. I remember thinking, geez, that tree sure smells bad, until I realized when I was almost at the tree that it wasn't a tree at all. It was the tail end of a moose I had mistaken for a tree. The butt end of the animal was almost as tall as I am. 
The moose, now aware that I was bearing down on it, let out a loud moo and scampered away from me, continuing to moo periodically as if to warn other moose in the area about the crazy ape-like creature running along the path. Well, if my heart rate wasn't already up from the exertion of the run, it sure to heck was now. I was fortunate that the beast was surprised by me because moose are known to attack cars. I stopped my run, walked the mile or so cautiously back to my car, and returned to the lodge. For the remainder of my time at Forest City, I used the lodge's treadmill for my morning runs. Well, music is playing as yet another episode of the OFNT podcast starts to end. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you. If you like what you heard, you can make a donation using the link in the show notes. Any and all donations will be greatly appreciated. You can always reach me at OFNTpodcast at gmail.com if you're so inclined. I'd enjoy hearing from you. I really would. Remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. It's a beautiful evening, so finish off your hopefully not Bud Light and get off my lawn. Stay skeptical. I'm out. See ya. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.